Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. back here um we just made it back from bali um so we are gonna recap our trip let's go yeah first of first of all though we we just got into like a little thing like if you have something in your teeth do you tell your partner when you're like at dinner you're supposed you should you should but you haven't i i didn't because it was just you and i and, and then I when i asked you. him i was like man, I had like a big black thing in my tooth. Why didn't you say anything? And he said, uh, it wasn't that big of a deal. I, well, you, there was no one else <laughs> around. I don't think deal. there was anyone else. Yes, we were, we Where were at we? dinner with Mark at a really nice restaurant. Mm. And I had a big black oh, yeah. thing in my tooth. Well, <laughs> I do remember that. Well, I don't, it was, Why I didn't, didn't want to call you me? out in front of, I maybe. I feel like it's not like it was a, I mean, I guess he kind of is a client, but yeah, it's Mark. Yeah. So why, didn't, why weren't you like, hey, babe? I don't, I don't know. I just didn't want you to feel. I feel like it was going to go away in any minute, and it was going to be like. Then you were like, it'll be gone, and then you won't have to feel like, oh man, how long was that there? See, it's like the girls say yes, and the guys are like, oh god, I don't know. And we're the, we want to look out for our guys. Like I can't be letting you walk around looking crazy with a big black pepper in your tooth. That's true, because that's more of a reflection on you. They're like, how is no. this girl dating this guy? <laughs> nice segue. That's what it is. Nice segue. Yeah, because you don't want so. it to be, yeah, I mean, like, well, I don't want to be dating or walking around with this guy. Yeah. Just, thank you for letting me know that my hair was all messed up, though. But now I'm like, now I'm like conscious. Do I, do I need to wear these? You're not wearing them. You look great. Thanks. It's because my hair is up today. Sometimes I wear the headphones and mm. sometimes I don't. I just did um, Sean Kelly's podcast and it was um like shout out to them their studios badass all the love to sticky paws we love you sticky paws but when i went in there they actually have like earbuds so it was like nice well, especially like, like for the for yeah, the for girls like yeah yeah so we could still like have our you know not have to like flatten out our hair yeah and you can hear fine yeah it felt a little weird like putting it in my ear because i'm like man i hope um I hope my ears are clean. <laughs> yeah, when you give it, when you pull it out to get it back yeah. to them, yeah. yeah, and they're just like standing right there. Yeah, but okay, so let's talk about our trip. All right, um, John. Just so you know, we're like how how many days in? You were like two, three days in, and trashed his phone. Oh yeah, no, I I lost my phone. My phone went swimming with me. Yeah, about two days into the trip, we were gone for what like ten days. 
Yeah, I think I was there for almost like two and a half weeks. Yeah, I, I think I was there for about 10 days and about mm -hmm. on the third day I lost my phone. So I didn't have a phone for like a week. So the whole time I'm on my phone. And I'm just like. He's staring at me. Looking out the window. It was actually pretty liberating, I'll be honest with you. At first, I think you had that freak, I had that freak out moment of like, uh-oh, what am I going to do without a phone? I'm in Bali. There's not like a lot of like, they don't even think there's an Apple store there. No. So I just. Everyone has. Everything's on Samsung. Samsung. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'll just ride. I think I'll just try to ride this out. And then like at first, like palms were sweating, get a little like, I had yeah, to have like the phantom vibrates, you know, like mm -hmm. my, my leg vibrated a couple times when I didn't even have a phone. So it was weird, weird. but yeah. but after I broke through that, it was pretty liberating. Actually, it was pretty amazing to just kind of soak it in, just be in the car because we drove a lot, yeah, and we we were all over the island. The island's huge. Yeah, I think it's a common misconception with Bali. People think that you just show up, and it's. Um, I mean, that's what I thought. I'm thinking like, oh, it's it's an island similar to Hawaii, but it's not. Right. No, it's I mean, huge. And we were like all over it. Yes. So like when we started, the first, the beginning of the trip was your match. Yes. So I shot, um, which I've gotten like a ton of DMs about this, and I'll be posting my match um, photos and video soon. I think we have like one video from like one of the stages. So that was primarily the reason for going to Bali is I got invited to a major match out there that was put on by Phoebe. Um, amazing job, Phoebe. It was probably one of the hardest matches I've ever shot. Um, so a lot of distance. So for anyone that um, is a competitive shooter or shoots at all, um, shooting a match like this with targets that are, you know, 25 plus yards with iron sights and 40 I, I should have trained a lot more. So, but she did great. I you, did it. You finished. I finished. A very hard course. Yes, and it was a very tough match. Um, there were like a lot of really good shooters there that didn't even finish. Yeah, there were. I mean, I wouldn't say there was a lot of DQs, but um, I mean, when I show up to a match, clearly my number one priority is to finish safely. Um, but it was it was very difficult. It was humbling, I will say, like because I, you know, I shot Puerto Rico earlier yeah. and came home with um, second, and then went over to Bali and I did not um, train like I should have. Why? What were you doing? I was hanging out with you mm. in Dallas mm. <laughs> and working, and then yeah, so I was like, oh, you know. But I had an amazing team, um, Robert. He's um, an amazing shooter, so I was super grateful to be on his team, and he kind of guided me through like some of the more difficult stages. He'd be like, hey, what's your plan? So I'd tell him. He'd be like, oh, no. You're like intense when it comes to to the competition. Like I, you didn't even want me there, so I, I came at the end. I know he wanted to come, and I was like, do not come during my match come after because I already know the headspace I'm going to be in. Shooting is like a mental game. So if you shoot, then you know like mentally you have to be in the game. I don't, yeah. So, so I, I was, didn't want any distractions. No, so I was flying in while you were shooting. Yeah, and then you went to closing ceremonies. That's right. Can we talk about the flight for a second? Speaking of, it took, it takes, to, Yeah. you had to fly through Korea. Yes. Because you had a firearm. Yes. You it, can't fly through 
That's which true. we are going to talk about you guys on another show is um, like travel hacks yeah. and traveling with um, firearms to other countries. Cause I always get a ton of questions like how are you in Indonesia with, with guns? Right. Well, I think a lot of people think you can't fly at all anywhere with a gun. Yeah. And I fly all over the world with them. Right. I love it. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> you, so how long it took about, it took me 30 hours to go from Dallas to LA L.A. down to Sydney, Sydney up to Bali. Yes. It was about 30 hours. And I w- it was similar. So going there, I already knew that I wasn't going to have a lot of time there to train before. Um, so typically I would go a week prior just to like acclimate, you know, test all my equipment, make sure I'm good to go because the IPSC rules are different than what we shoot here in the States. Um, but I was like on a time crunch. So I decided to fly first class so I could at least sleep on the 30 plus hours that it took me to get there. And I did not fly first class going home and it was an absolute nightmare. Yeah, same. I was so uncomfortable. I know. It was so, I, you know, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Really? Mine was awful. I'm not going to lie. And usually I'm fine. Like I go all over the world and I'm not... Well, I don't need to take anything to sleep. Like, I can relax. I don't watch movies or TV. I'll Me read. Neither. But I, I can crash out. I read two books on the way there. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Because one flight was, I, the longest, like, one flight I had was 16 hours. That was your From long LA, stretch. From L.A. to Sydney, it was 16 hours. And then on the way back, because, little fun fact on flying through Australia, if your reservations aren't linked... If I, I, I had to book a flight out because I used miles from on Delta. They didn't have a flight out of Bali to Sydney to get me home. So I had to book my own flight to get from Bali to Sydney, and then I was on Delta from Sydney to Which, home. Which, by the way, you guys, Delta recommended that he break up his flight. Yeah, they told me if you want to do this, book a separate flight on a different. If you can get out but of Bali. But what Delta did not tell him is when you book your separate flight into Australia, you'll need a visa to enter right. because they're under the assumption that you're staying there, even though he's connecting. But because it wasn't booked in one reservation, they wouldn't allow him to make the flight to Australia because he did not have a visa. That's right. And they said, well, if you have your, if you pull out your phone, you might be able to get the visa in time. Uh, it'll, it should take a, a couple hours to, to process, but you need your phone. And he I didn't, didn't have, have a phone. phone. So, so he's stuck. So I'm stuck. Luckily, I had my laptop because I pulled out my laptop and I'm trying to do the visa thing. It's not working. They're saying that I, apparently to get the Australian visa, you can't do it without a phone. Uh, and then so I just texted you. I, I messaged you while I was on my laptop like, I'm going to miss this flight because I'm not going to get a visa. And while I'm negotiating with the the people there, you had already booked me a flight. I said, no, you're not, baby. You're getting home. You, within 10 minutes, I was on Qatar Airlines flying through Qatar to come home. <gasps> so it was awesome. Thanks for saving the day. Oh, of course. It did really feel great to, like, know that you're, like, with someone that's, like, I got it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you. Like, cause I was in, in it, right? I was talking to this, this lady who's given me, getting me to the manager. The manager's like, you're not, get, you're not going home tonight. And I'm like, yes, I am. I'm gonna figure this out. And you'd already figured it out for me. Oh, yeah. Thank you. You do that a lot for me, too. So you're welcome. Thanks. But I think so, yeah, traveling a lot, like you have to learn to redirect yep. and, do, and do that, especially when you're flying with any types of weapons or firearms. Um, 
It's not something that they typically see at the airport. So initially, some of the people there to help you, they they kind of freak out because yeah. it's not something that they're used to dealing with. So when I was leaving um, Bali, he I was flying Korea Air, and he's like, you are not getting on this flight with that gun. And I'm thinking, yes, I am. But you don't say that because you right. always want to be polite and nice. And he's like, how did you get this here? I wanted to be like, how the fuck do you think I got it here? Right. <laughs> like, I flew your airline here. So, um, yeah, it was... So you just allow yourself enough time and mentally go with like the patience to know that it may not go as planned. That's one of the things I love about you. Like w traveling, there's always stuff that happens, delays, cancellations. You gotta have to go with the flow. And some people don't do well in that at all. Yeah. Travel is stressful. You're, everyone's on edge. I was walking through the airport this morning <laughs> to get here and this couple had twins and the dad had the two um, car seats on those little like stroller, like the like the you know the carrier. So they had wheels, and the mom's pushing the double wide stroller, and they're like you can just tell they're not happy. They're not talking to each other. He's he starts to like lay into her about something she didn't respond to him or something was going on. She's oh, like, man. I just got these two kids in front of me. The guy's like trying to pull these things. And then I saw one of the car seats like tipped off the, the little carrier. So he's dragging it. I was like, oh man. Did you offer to help? I tried, but the guy, he was not in he a good not space. Have it. No. So whenever I see, and I think it's coming from like a mom yeah. space. So going through security, if I ever see like a woman with a child, a car seat, carrier, stroller, anything, I always like offer to help. Yeah, no, I always nice. want to be like, hand me the baby. No, I'm just kidding. But like I'll help with yeah. Like um, when she's getting on the plane, like all that, because I traveled a lot with my kids when they were young, and yeah. I know like how difficult it is. So. No, you're awesome, but but you also like you just take it in stride. Cancellations, things come up. Like you're you're always pretty. I try and go with the flow. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the other thing you like to do on trips that I've learned <laughs> is everything, anything, and everything that can be done whilst on a trip, we're doing. We're gonna like squeeze we're gonna it do in. Three a.m. call times. We're going to go every corner of the island. We're going to get on planes and go to other islands. I love it. It's worth it, though, it's right? It's fun. No, I, I don't, I don't want to just sit on a beach and, and like, drink a pina colada yeah. for a week. That I was the bored. first thing you did when you got there is you got a coconut. I did get a coconut. Not a pina. Yeah, I did. I, I saw all these people drinking out of the coconut. So I, I got in. Your, sh mm -hmm. your match was over. And yes. you, had the, you had your reward uh, award ceremony. Mm -hmm. So... I landed, changed, went with you to the award ceremony, and I saw all these people drinking out of a real coconut, and I was like, I need that. Yeah. That's like first thing I got to have while I'm here. So we got to see the sunset, which was awesome. Cause, so you were shooting the match in Bali in Uluwatu, which yes. is down kind of on the southern tip of the island. And you fly into, is it called Dunspar? Dun yeah. Okay. Yep, and so you fly in, and then you're about an hour down right down to get to Uluwatu and that's kind of where like the beachy vibe of Bali is there's more nightlife there mm -hmm. kind of the resorts are down there um, but there's amazing sunsets down there it's yes. pretty cool so we were there got to see the sunset good beaches great beaches really cool awards ceremony they did a great job yeah and then um, then the next night we were down there we had dinner for uh, Phoebe's birthday, yes. the 21st birthday. Which was beautifully done. <clears throat> I yeah. love her parents, by the way. So 
Um, Phoebe was the match director of the match in Bali, and her parents I actually met in Thailand because they were um, the ROs at a match. When What's I an RO? Let's let's. An RO to- is a range officer, so they are in charge of that specific stage in that yeah. match. Yeah. So I remember shooting, and I had um, a couple procedurals on that stage um, because my foot was out of bounds, which. You can do that here, but overseas you can't in Ipsic. Um, so for every shot you take and your foot is over that fault line is a procedural, and they happen to be on that match, and that's how I met Phoebe's parents. And they go. loved me. It's like They bowling. loved me. <laughs> they loved you. And so they and invited then, you over to the house. So they invited me, yes. So they had a great, they were a wonderful house. It was, it was oh, it's beautiful. It was right on a golf course out there in Bali. It was great. Yeah. Well, that's how I met them like a few years prior. Yeah. And then um, we heard about the match in Bali. I couldn't make it. I think it was like last year or the year before because of all the COVID drama. And then this year I was like, I'm going to come. I was super impressed with Phoebe. Like knowing that she put on that whole match, then I got to see like the ceremony and how she put that all together. And then we go to her birthday the next night and... It's her twenty first birthday. I'm like, whoa! I thought like she was so impressive. Like this woman, so, like has done all these amazing things. Like, She's like educated, so put together, well spoken. Yeah. Like I would shoot with her here because she came here, mm-hmm. um, so she would be in Vegas and shoot a few matches with us in California and local. And I was always impressed with her because yeah. she would like shoot in our little clique, and I never knew how young she was. I mean, so I'd... the whole time, I'm like. Phoebe, you could literally be my child. <laughs> She's younger than your children. I mean. You know what? <laughs> um, okay, so. so we're down in Uluwatu. Yes. We're hanging out. We got the match done. Yes. We went down to this really cool resort called the Bu Bu, mm-hmm. which had this amazing view. We got this awesome room that had its own pool overlooking the ocean and uh, the sunsets and... It was a, yeah, it was a full moon, so John had to show his full moon. That's right. I go outside and he's like naked in the pool swimming around, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Listen, in there? you're not gonna not if you got your own pool. And it's a full moon. <gasps> so yeah, so then. So we did that one, and we then did a poll, like whose full moon was whose better. Whose full moon was better? Did I yeah. win that? I think I did. I think I won. I don't know. Oh yeah. But I mean, we're both winners. So. Yeah. That's right. So we go from Uluwatu for a couple days, and then we wanted to go up into kind of the center part of the island, which is called Abud. Mm-hmm. And we got a villa there, yeah. and we wanted there was a couple of things that we had we were going to do. There was a big swing, swing heaven. Yes. yes. And they, we also wanted to try the coffee, like Bolognese coffee. That's kind of there's this famous coffee, like Luwak coffee. Do you know why it's so famous and why it's so special? You tell us why it's so. Well, you special. tell us. Well, this coffee, um, before I went to Bali, I had reached out to some of my friends that had, you know, been out there and I'm like, okay, what are like the top things that I need to do in Bali that I can't miss? And everyone knows I'm obsessed with coffee. So they're like, you have to go to this coffee plantation. Um, They have like a poop coffee. And I'm like, a what? And they're like, well, this animal like eats the coffee beans and poops it out and then they make coffee out of it. And I'm like, stop. So, and I really thought they were joking. I didn't look much into it. And I'm like, my friends are such assholes. They're like telling me about this poop coffee. And then I'm in the sauna one night with my loyal friend, Connie. And she's like, she goes to Bali all the time. And she was like, you have to try this like coffee. 
and she tells me, and then I'm like, this is a real thing. So I yeah. told you about it, and we went, and we saw the animal. The luwak. Yes. It looks like a mix between kind of like a skunk, cat, <laughs> badger. Raccoon, raccoon something. It's nocturnal, so it was like a sterile. They sleep, sleep during, during the day. day, and they eat all the beans, and then they... Yeah, somehow it pro when it pro when they process it, it like takes out some of the acidity and like some, I don't know what they were they were it does something. And you guys, this coffee is freaking expensive. Yeah. So it's not like hey, try this coffee. It's you know six seven dollars. It's like They're, fifty dollars. Yeah, because that poor old woman has to go there and pick it all up and then clean it and then cook it. Yeah. You got to cook it. You I did to... get to cook it, and I think I almost started a fire. Yeah. And then so they were get like, the, get her out of here. And then you were hot dogging on a stick, girl, and like smashing the beans after you cook them. <laughs> yeah. And then... It's a whole process. It was pretty cool. We spent a lot of money there yes. um, on, co <laughs> on coffee, and the whole goal was to bring the coffee back home. But I'm such an animal. I drank most of the coffee yeah, I think we drank there. almost all of it before we We even came left. back with, I think, one box. <laughs> <laughs> so every morning I'm like, babe, will you make me that coffee? I did. It was yep. so good. Not the poop coffee. We did not buy that. But we did try it. It was good. It wasn't bad. It was fine. I think I just couldn't get past knowing where it came from. And it was like a little stronger than I like. Yeah. I'm more like sweet. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. I'm straight black coffee. Yeah. Which it was good. But it was it was strong. So we were there, and then the next day, so the, the villa was cool. We had this one villa where we had, it was like five separate, like, little mini houses almost surrounding this pool with yes. a shared with So a Villa Bona, and they have five separate houses. Oh, yeah, I wasn't there yet. We were at the oh, villa okay. in Abood. Oh, yes, And that, yes. that one had, like, the five separate rooms that had the oh, pool, yeah. and that was pretty cool. And it comes with, like, a chef, yep. which was really nice. So... I think typically the villas run about like 500 a night, but yep. you guys, there's five rooms plus the chef. So if everyone kicks in like a hundred bucks a night, yeah, it's such an amazing deal. Yeah, and it's really nice. It's like yes. modern, clean, like brand new. It was nice. Yeah, we'll we'll throw up some video and pictures so you guys can see. Um, and then if you don't have to cook, yeah, it's great. Yeah, did you like the food overall? Overall. A lot of fried food. I ate a lot of noodles for breakfast. Mm -hmm. They're proud of their noodles and fried rice for breakfast. Yes. JJ would be in heaven. Yeah. No, I thought of JJ a lot. <laughs> I had a lot of noodles, which was, yeah. And then the pancakes were awesome. I did love the banana pancakes. Their bananas in general are pretty, like, they're, they're good. They're, they're like little mini bananas. Yeah, but they're good. And they bring their bananas on boats, which is... A no-go here. Like, you never bring a banana on a boat. It's, like, bad luck. Is that really a thing? It's really a thing. Like, our captain, I... <laughs> so what happened? What? I, I brought a banana on a boat, and JJ told me not to. He's like, no bananas on the boats. It's bad luck. And the captain had said, too, but I'm like, this is But ridiculous. is that just JJ? Because JJ loves to, No, like, he loves to give, give me shit, but yeah. I Googled it, and it's really a thing. So you're not supposed... So I'm hiding on the boat in Key West... Um, cause we go lobstering every year and I happen to put a banana in my bag and usually we share a cooler, but I was trying to do a little sneaky sneak and put it in my bag and wanted a banana. So I'm hiding in the like little undercarriage, like eating my banana. 
I look up and there's JJ with the phone taking a photo of me taking a bite of my banana. Wow. And he goes, seriously, I told you no bananas on the boat. And I was like, come on, whatever. So I eat the banana, throw the peel in my bag and make it a day. That night, our captain gets in a horrible accident on a one wheel or Segway thing, whatever it is. He has to get airlifted to the hospital, fractures his entire jaw, has his mouth wired shut for months, and almost freaking died. All because you brought a banana Th- on the boat. That's what they said. I came in <laughs> to have dinner. <laughs> I feel so bad. I, lo- I love you, Stuart. And by the way, Stuart did not come back this year. So it's probably because I brought the banana on the probably. boat. So I come into the room and they're like, um, Stuart's going in for surgery. It's really bad. And everyone's sitting around the table and they're like, we talked to him. Um, we talked to his wife, and she knows that you brought the banana on the boat. And so I it's was like, like a thing. Like what? <laughs> they made me feel so freaking bad. And then clearly, Stuart didn't say that, but it is a thing. Yeah. So you're not supposed to bring a banana on the boat. We had so, a banana on the boat. I know. I'm going to show they the brought banana. bananas. On they the, boat. the captains brought. So I'm wondering if it's just not a thing like there. Amer- yeah, maybe it's like an American but, thing. But like Stewart is a professional fisherman, like wins and matches. You don't bring bananas. And, and he's like, no, you don't. Mm. So yeah, we should do a poll. Yeah. And so th- it's a, it's a thing. Okay. So anyway. So we're in a bood. Yes. We just got done drinking poo coffee, <laughs> and then we're like, let's head to Swing Heaven. And that they was wanted to, cool. yeah, it was really cool. And they wanted to take us to the rice fields before so we could see um, a lot of the plantations, which were like absolutely beautiful. And it's incredible, like, actually, how rice is made. I didn't know the process was that intense. It is pretty intense. And our driver, um, Dickie, bless his heart, oh, Dickie. <laughs> he goes, You guys don't have rice fields in. In Vegas. Las Vegas. <laughs> I'm like, no, Dickie, we don't grow rice out there. <laughs> no, no rice out here, Dickie. We so, got to get Dickie out here someday. I know. I'd love to like treat him and his wife. Yeah, it'd be awesome. We yeah. should do that. Bring him out. Yeah. Dickie was probably He's the never highlight left. of the trip. He's never left um, Bali. No, Bali. I know. I'm like, you haven't hopped over to other islands and no. adventured? And he has said no. No, nope. he's been on a on a motorcycle across Bali pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But Dickie was the highlight of the trip, I think, for me. 100%. He's so good. Yeah. So when you find, when you go to Bali, you need a driver. So it's expensive to get to Bali. And yes. then once you're at Bali, it's a lot cheaper there. The resorts are pretty cheap. Massages, you get a massage for like 17 bucks. Yeah. 10 to $17. But I'm not like a fan of, I'm going to be honest, I'm not a fan of the massages there. Did you not get a full service one? What? Like a happy ending? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh. Did you? Well, that's why I thought they were so great. Stop it. They, did she touch your <laughs> no, wiener? No. 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 And I was in the room with you the whole time. <laughs> that's true. But, you know, you never know. They could do like Just a little quiet about it. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Got your happy price, price line. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. But, yeah, so I was not a, a fan of the massage. Even, like, for $17, I'm like, I, I just can't lay here because it's it's not great. And we yeah. tried a bunch of different places. We even went to, like, a spa. Um, so just not, like, a huge fan of the massage there. Yeah, but it's cheap a lot of people love it a lot yeah. of people love they go so when you get to bali like you can find rooms for pretty cheap and mm-hmm. they're nice nice rooms like for pretty 30 cheap. bucks a night 30 bucks a night you can you can get a massage for 17 bucks the food's pretty cheap drivers like if you find a great driver hold on to that driver for like a hundred bucks like you could like the entire day to have i think it's like 70 we just we paid I, him yeah, a lot tipped him more i mean he so, was super like he tried to give me all of it back yeah, so average, I think, to hire a driver for an entire day is anywhere from 50 to 70 U.S. dollars. Yeah, but you find a good one. And if you are going, look up Dickie. Dickie's the best. <laughs> we'll share We'll share his info if anyone is um, headed to Bali because yeah, he's, he's definitely worth it. And he the difference between him and a lot of other drivers, because we had other friends there, is they'll take you to places like – for example, we went to the Monkey Forest, and drivers will take you, and then you're kind of on your own. Well, he actually got out, and he would walk and give us information, like an actual tour guide. So we're looking at our friends, and they're like, how did you guys get photos so fast? And we're like, we just point at Dickie. We're like, we have the best driver ever. We did. And he I'm asked, like, where's your driver? And they're like, he's in the car. He was so outgoing. He asked us so many questions. He asked us how many times do we make try to make a baby a day? <laughs> I was like, uh, not enough, Dickie. Um, three times a day. Uh, and then he asked, he said I was used to be fat. And oh, yeah. He so the next Instagram day, he, so he looks at John's Instagram and he comes back the next day because we had him with us the majority of the time. He goes, we get in the car and he goes, John. You used to be fat. And John's like, what? He goes, I saw your Instagram. You used to be fat. I wasn't like fat, fat. But I was okay, I was bigger, Dickie. What do you want? What, what are you, where are you going? And he was like, he's like, how did you get in shape? He was like, asking me my diet. Yeah. He wanted to know how to, what workouts you should be doing. But Dickie was the best. Yeah. I miss Dickie. I do too. He asked me, um, he asked, he goes, you had babies? Did you have plastic surgery on your stomach? That's and right. I'm like, uh, no, I did not. S- straight up Which, just asked you how old you were. Yeah. He was like, well, how old are you? And I'm like, what? Like, this guy asked all the questions that you do not ask a female. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but right I loved away. it. I just, yeah, yeah I shared. Yep. So. But then he was walking around the, the monkey forest with us, taking pictures yes. for us, walking up the temple. He's trying to bribe other people at the temple to see if we can get in, you know, in front of the line. Which we should right. talk about. So, all right. Yes. So, so we, do we have that photo of the temple? So that was at Lampuyang. Yeah. So it's on the far like east side of the island. If you want to see this temple, you guys, it's probably one of the most famous temples. The gateway to heaven. Yes. We call it. We're we're gonna be honest here. 
There's no water below the the sides there. I know. It's, it's like a trick photo that they put a mirror under the yeah, iPhone. Yeah, they just hold the iPhone up. They take your phone, and then they put they like put a, a mirror little mirror under there. underneath it like so that. So I'm like, where's the water? There's no water. I know. And if you don't get there at the butt crack of dawn, just plan on waiting for three hours for that one photo. Yeah, we got there. We got up. So we were in... We're a little out of order on our trip, but it doesn't really matter. So we, by the time we got from Abud over to, was it Simeon? Seem, uh, not Seaman. Seaman? Seaman. 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 Yeah, I was way off. Uh, <laughs> Samsonite. <laughs> I was way off. Seaman. Um, so we went from Uluwatu to Abud to Seaman, which is where Velavana was, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about. And then from from there, we went over to Lampuyong to see the temple. So we're, but that's like a two-hour drive from where we were, from Seaman. Was it that long? Yeah. I feel like it was maybe an hour and a half. I know we got no. up at like three. We got up at three, got in the car by like four, and then got there at six. I probably slept on you. Yes. So... So two hours to get there. So because it is, it's kind of like go there the night before and stay. Yes, I agree. Somewhere in that area, and you can get up really early because you want to be there by like five. If you can be I there agree. at five, you'll get one of the first numbers, and then you can get your shot and get out. Get out of there, but oh. then you don't get. <clears throat> oh man, it's it's so hard because the big thing with with that is um, a lot of people want the mountain in the background. Right. So there's all these, like, on the other side of, like, the temple where you're standing, behind you is a big, amazing mountain. I don't know what it's called. I should probably know that. But it's it's really beautiful mountain. But it's constantly under cloud cover. You can't Mm -hmm. really, you can rarely see it. So it was coming in and out the whole day while we were there. And I think during our photo time, it was... The clouds went over, and I was so bummed. But we got other photos where you could actually see the mountain, which I was happy. And it was way better. Like, our girl, my girlfriend went, and it was all, like, gray. So I like the way that our photo turned out. But it took three hours of waiting to get that photo, and I think we were number 80. Yeah, so you get there at 6, which is like the doors open, I think, at 6, and then they give you numbers as you're coming in. But ladies, before they give you a number, they want to make sure that you are not on your period. That's right. There's some so there's rules ask, at the temple. They ask, are you bleeding? And I'm like, are you bleeding? <laughs> <laughs> and then he bumps me and you look, and it's like a legitimate rule. Yes. <laughs> that you can't have given birth within a certain amount of time, and yep. you cannot be menstruating that's right and then there's a lot of other rules you're not allowed in no kissing in the temple no no touching of the dragon tail (laughs) which you were sitting on uh you know it was early and you have to wear one of their gosh what's it called an outfit a sarong sarong. you have to Mm -hmm. wear like their sarong and then they made they gave you two sarongs because they did not you were not covered up enough for some reason it's you have to wear... The, I was wearing leggings and a white shirt with my shoulders covered. For some reason, you have to wear the sarong, but you can show your midsection. So you can show off your stomach, but you one, you have to wear a sarong, and the shoulders have to be covered. So I there think were, you were the only sarong with the slit up. <laughs> <laughs> there were other women that were, you know, like bigger women, and their stomachs are like hanging out. And, um, yeah, they don't care about that. No, they didn't care about no. that. 
Now, if you were to go again to get that photo, we saw some people with their own like custom dressings, yes. like sarongs that were like yeah. So really I would cool. I would I would suggest purchasing your own before you go, so you're not in the same one that everyone else is in. Yeah. So when you buy a ticket, they give you the sarong. They mm-hmm. they have like a box of sarongs that everyone wears all day, and so you're putting on a sarong and that someone had that just they've wore. Washed them. Yeah. But and there have like they have like the same like they have like five different patterns you can mm-hmm. choose. So you pick your color. Yeah. But a lot of people have their own custom ones, and there's like areas around the temple where you can buy buy your right. own thing. Which is cool. Yeah, like, yeah. It looks it looks cooler. So if you were to do it again, I would recommend bringing your own. Yeah, go get one. And I would stay close by. Yeah, that, and get up early and do it. Yes. There's some other cool things to do there, but like it's you don't want to be there for three hours mm-hmm. if you can avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you want to talk about there? Are, there is a little restaurant close yeah. by. So if you walk out of the temple and walk directly down the big mountain that you have to climb up to get in there, they have amazing um, pancakes and coffee. They do, and then you got some other cool little photo opportunities there, right? Yes. So you can get that done, and then and you got the mountain view. But there's no cheating it. We tried to bribe the photographer with $100 we to get us Dickie. in early. Our, um, we tried to switch uh, tickets. We tried to hop in with a group, but they write the number on the ticket when you go in. So if you want to make a little extra cash, um, when you walk in, you can say there's four people in your group, and then you could always bring on two people if you're feeling charitable. There you go. Yeah. So that would have been nice because we tried to hop on with another couple, but they had already written two on their ticket, so they knew there were only two people in their party. Right. You were. I love how you were scheming the entire time. You were hey, just, I was you just were, trying to get my hustle on and whittle in and, and out. And you were ready to try to get to number two. You were like, Dickie, I'll give you a hundred bucks. He'll he'll give you a hundred bucks if you, <laughs> <laughs> if you can get someone in to switch numbers. Yeah. Dickie's running around. He was like so nice and polite trying to. Trying to get, we had one couple that that were trying to help us out from yeah. Spain. Yes, yeah. they were they were a cute couple. Didn't work. Didn't no. work. Didn't so. work. So let's talk about one of the highlights of the trip. Okay. Velavana. Velavana. What was your favorite house? So Velavana first is like an eco-friendly resort in Cedarman. Yes. That is like up in the rice fields and mountains of Bali, kind of like central east Bali, and. They're, so and they have these big, their whole concept is they have these big houses. There's five different houses, but all with unique kind of features. Um, my favorite, that, so we got to be in three of the houses. We did four, four of the five. We did four? Yeah. Four owl. You're, I uh, went in the owl house, you didn't. Oh, that's right. Because you were like, get out of there. You're in the wrong house. <laughs> um, but I'm like, since I'm like, in here, I'm, I'm going to look go around. check it out. Yeah, so yeah, four four of the five houses. They were, I thought, I kind of liked, I th- maybe Scorpion was pretty cool. So they all have they all have unique features. They all have, I think they all have a water feature. They all have yes, a pool. So our the one that the one that we stayed the octopus house has a pool on top of right. like right where you sleep below you. You're sleeping below, and you're looking up through a glass bottom of the pool. Mm-hmm. Some pretty sweet views. Yes, for you. You got some sweet views uh, looking up from bed into the pool. Uh, And then awesome views out to kind of the rice fields. Mm -hmm. They all have that great view out. Um, One one had, is it Scorpion? 
that has the the bed that moves and then you can open up there's like a little trap door under yes. the bed so you put you the bed slides over you open the trap door and then you go down into the pool that one is i'm gonna look right now because there were the bed moves in two of them and so the, we have like the scorpio house and the cobra house cobra and then there was owl which had like that was the pool was off to the side yep and then there, there's cool like netting in there too. So there, some of mm-hmm. these are like, one was like three stories. The Cobra's three stories. And so up on the top and in the bo- and in the middle, there's, there's two beds. There's two beds in that one. Yeah, that's right. And then there's nets that you can like that lay in and take. You know, there's really cool like photo ops there. A lot of photos, a lot of, a lot of BTS boyfriend action going on <laughs> at the Bellavana. Yeah. Lo- all the angles. So the bed does move in the Cobra house as well. Like it's on a remote. Got it. Yeah. So that's right. And I can't get them confused because they had so many, all of them had so many features. Like the octopus had a little elevator in it. Mm -hmm. Um, Octopus had the two toilets. Yes. The his and her toilets. I think we have a photo of that, (laughs) which we were talking about going to the bathroom. Like, when do you go to the bathroom in front of your partner? And we decided never. Um, But in this house, it's inevitable. Especially when you're there a few days. That's right. Because it's right, it's all out in the open. So that's the other thing too. They're all out in the open. There's yes. not, you don't like walk into a house. We say house, but you're not like, it's basically like a tree house. Right. It's all open. There's not a door. And, but you have your own like area. Like you feel like you're in your own private area. They do a great job of kind of making you feel like you're secluded. secure, but you're secluded. Yeah, and you're secluded. And even though there's like four houses next to you, you yes. don't feel them. Right. Unless they have drones. Unless they're, like, flying their drones around. Yeah, there are a couple of drones. It's definitely, like, a place that people want to get that, like, aerial shot of them at, which we got a lot of. We did. We did. Um, But they do have a rule, just so you know, which they let us know when we checked in, that if you do travel there with a drone, you have to let them know before you fly your drone out of um, to be courteous to the other guests in the other houses. So, you know, it just ensures their privacy if yeah. they want to lay out like topless or naked. There's not, you know, that there's, you know, hey, this house is going to be flying a drone, so you can put on your clothes or put not. Put your clothes on or not. Yeah. yeah up to you. So, uh, the staff was awesome there. The food super was friendly. delicious. Yes. And we got to have breakfast in our a floating table and in the pool. Look at how. Yeah, these are just like little snippets of, is that even a word, snippets? Uh, yeah, um, just made it. The different houses. Yeah. Okay, so is this a place that you would go back to? Yes, I would go back here. Like, it was it was so cool. Like, there was one, the only thing I didn't get to do, besides getting a tattoo, that I, <laughs> that I kind of wanted to do, is like that area is kind of like yoga, meditation. Oh, yes. It would have been really cool to like do like a yoga meditation session out there in the middle of nowhere, especially because we were there during the blue supermoon. Yes. Which is not coming back until when? 2037. 2037? Mm-hmm. So we talked about it on our last show. And I think we said it was like only, they were like seven years but apart. But it's not. It's a lot it was, longer. It was like a big deal. Yeah. So if we're... I say we go back in 2037. Okay. That should be a goal. Oh, God, that's a long ways away. Yeah. 
2037. Yeah. You're going to still be with me then? I think so. Yeah. Okay. If you play your cards right. Oh, all right. <laughs> cool. So, Velavana was awesome. Highlight it. Yes. Big highlight. I would go of the back. Trip. I would go back to Velavana. I would too. It's really cool. It's a very unique experience. Yes. It it was like, okay, cuz what I think about a lot is And if you are there, I would definitely check out Swing Bali or Swing Heaven. Swing Heaven. Yeah. Swing Heaven's really cool. It's in yes. a boot. Yeah, I would recommend so for Bali at large, I would recommend a couple of different locations. Um if I'm if I'm honest, I don't know the beaches were like okay. There's there now we didn't go to like where there's like really prime surfing in Uluwatu. Like there's some really cool surf spots mm-hmm. in Bali. We didn't do that as part of this trip. So there's probably some really great beaches that have that. But the beaches they are known for their surfing. Yeah. Yes. But the beaches that I would say there I've had I've experienced better beaches in like Hawaii or or even like the Caribbean, but not 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 uh surfing but just like as far as like a beach if you want to go hang out on a beach that's your vibe that's your whole vacation and you're here in the states i would recommend some other islands that are closer and save the 30 hours and flying yeah before it but bali is so big and diverse and there's so many cool different areas like the rice fields if that's your vibe to do like a velavana totally worth 30 but hours. no if you're there like in the rice fields there's no beaches no beaches no yeah. and you're so hours you're from the beach. yeah so it's like being in vegas you're driving four hours to california to lay on a beach yeah so that's what i would compare it to but you're getting like this this is what you're looking at you're looking <clears throat> yeah. out at very lush there's mountains there's the clouds it's really cool it's really beautiful so after um so i i say yes to Villavana again. I would if say we, that. If we go back to Bali. I agree. Um, and then we <clears throat> decided to fly over to another island because I've always been obsessed with Komodo dragons. I know. So they're, and they're only, they only live on like five islands. And they're all in Indonesia. Right. So there's an island called Komodo Island. Yes. Right. But you don't, you, you can't stay there. It's just like wildlife out there. Yes. So there's no, there's no place to sleep, so you you have to fl- one you have to fly to this island, and then you need to charter a boat, which takes another two hours, and that's only if you have like a speedboat to get to the island where the Komodo dragons are, and then there's no guarantee that you're even going to see the dragons, which we didn't know until we got there, and I about lost my shit. Yeah, well, there was a little <laughs> bit of like, babe, you know, just let's just walk and see if we find one. Like, I think we're going to see one. Feeling I'm like, really what do you good. mean walk? Like, we paid all this money to come here. And what do you mean there's no guarantee? And they're like, well, they're wild animals. Like, we don't so the <laughs> They whole... come out early in the morning and we're there and it's like three in the afternoon, hot as fuck. <laughs> so they definitely hyped that up as part of like the Bali experience is to see the Komodos, right? And the manta rays, right? And... I don't feel like <clears throat> they did. I, I thought that was like, when we got there, there was like definitely like the tourist type things of like, Really? You the because to go I've do. talked to people that have been to Bali quite a few times, and no one knows about the Komodo dragon. Really? All right. Yeah. Well, maybe we. Uh, I think I'm just a weirdo with reptiles. Maybe because you had said it, I just looked it up, and then it felt like a it touristy was like, thing. It was like the thing that everybody was doing. I think on that specific island, for sure. Like oh, that's yeah. what they're known for. Yeah, but you have to. So you fly. But from... nobody speaks English there either. No. It's very minimal English. So that was. A challenge in yeah. its own. So it was Labuan Bajo. So you fly an hour from Bali to Labuan Bajo. And then we stayed at 
The hotel was nice. Yeah, it was nice. The beaches weren't that great mm-hmm. there. It's more about the resort pool and just being there. I wouldn't recommend going in the beach. No, Mm-mm. I agree. I agree with that. It was, um, and this is another thing that like John and I actually talked about that we're like, hmm, should we share? And I'm like, I think that we should definitely share is because what what happens is you we have like all these influencers sharing like the highlights and the best of the best. So it's kind of misleading because you're, I was like under the impression, like I was so excited to see the pink sand beach. We're going to go back to the Komodos in a minute, but I was so excited to see the pink sand beach and you get there and you're like, wait a minute, this is not what I saw in the photo because influencers edit everything. And it's such a like, it's so unfair, right? It is. I, I So just they package these trips up, right? So when you get to Labuan Bajo, like you go get a boat, right? And you can either be in a group boat or get your own like fast boat, which is what we opted Pay to do. Pay the money and get, get the fast get boat, your own you guys. Boat. Yeah, otherwise you're stuck on a boat with like 30 other people. For almost four hours. Yeah. Cause, so then they, they take you to a few different locations on this. So you go, you leave Labuan Bajo, you go to this island uh i can't remember the name of the island but there's you you hike up and you get to see three different beaches right the pink beach the gray beach and the white beach it's the only place in the world where you have three beaches pretty much connected and they have all different color sands right and it's pretty cool you do you do notice the pink it's not like but it's not not as bright as you see like on instagram right which i called out a few people that had posted it and i'm like Hey man, I just got back from there and it was not that pink and there was no green on the mountains. It was complete desert. Yeah, I agree. So so we went from there then to Pink Beach, which mm-hmm. is where we we went there and we hung out there for about an hour, hour and a half. Probably a little longer. Probably a little longer. Got a lot of content. Yes, a lot I of did. content. Got sand fleas. And mm-hmm. I got bit. You <laughs> did. And she thought I was lying. He was like, "Just sit there." And I'm like, "I can't sit. I'm getting bit." So going to Pink Beach is pretty there it is cool. Like you go there and it's its own island, but it's it's desert, you It's guys. a desert. It's like desert meets a little bit of sand, a little strip of sand, and then the water. The water's really pretty. The water's and blue beautiful. And clear. People don't pick up their trash like they do in no. other areas. There's there's a so it's like desert, trash, beach, water. Yeah. Which was it and it wasn't as pink as there's definitely like a pink hue to it. And, yes. and I also think Which we'll that share like that. Actually, we might have a video. Do you guys have a video of the pink sand beach? Let's do the so one that's unedited. That's the unedited one right there. Which doesn't even really look pink at all until it, it we, pulls back. Yeah. So you, once the water kind of hits it, then you're like, oh, I see a pink hue. But I feel like if you saw that... You wouldn't think, oh, she's on a pink sand beach until it gets pulled way back. Yeah, right? and and yeah, because and that's like when you're there live, you see it, and it does look more pink than like a photo would show. And then let's times. show the edited. And then this is like what. This is what we posted on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, there's the. And it's just all it is is the photo is saturated, and that's why it looks so tan. And then it looks really pink. But then when people like photographers take a picture of this beach they they make it, edit it. like I mean, way more pink what, than than i did yeah i don't feel like i i mean i did make it more pink 
that one I I played with that one a little bit more just to emphasize for the conversation because a lot of oh. people play you didn't that's your post isn't quite as pink, as pink. okay yeah, yeah but I'm you like, can play with like it, it to make it look edited. that pink yeah so I just think that for families that are like you know if that's your thing and you're really excited to see this beach. Like, I just know if I was excited about my trip and paid money to go here, I would be very disappointed. So I just don't ever want to be misleading yeah. um, in our, our travel reviews. No, I agree. I think that's the right call. I, I mean, look, it. so the trip itself, like, to go see the Komodos, it was pretty cool to see. I mean, it was something you really wanted to do. Like, yeah, for a for sure. long time, you wanted yes. to see the Komodos. Because it's the only place in the world. It is the only place. Look at these things. Look yeah, you how- guys, these are like, like freaking dinosaurs. I mean, look at his tongue. If this guy bites you, it's a game over. Game over, yeah, because they have like a ton of venom. They have the mo- one of the most effective bites in in wildlife. Oh, gosh. They'll t- they'll they'll bite like a deer, and it will take a few days, but the deer will just from one bite they'll be done. And then they devour. And then yeah. They just swallow. That's it. They, yeah, they can eat like a whole like goat in mm-hmm. one swallow. Yeah, I sent photos um, to my daughter, and she's like, he can swallow you whole. It is like when you're that close to him, you're like, oh. This yeah. this thing could eat me. If Our it guide to. was amazing, though. He let us get really close, and at one point I did get nervous. I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. And he was like, give me your phone. Yeah, got <laughs> so real I was close. like, ooh, that I was, was cool. I was like excited, but like, this could be it for me. Yeah. And then from there we went and saw. <laughs> and the, they're fast. The, they are fast. They move. They look like you know they're slow, but at any point they <laughs> could fucking get you. You were so excited. It was I cool was. to see. You. I get like excited just looking at them see so okay so that like so you think about the day so they take you to these four different spots on this trip Mm -hmm. and it takes like what six hours all in all day it's like an all-day thing i could have gone to just just take us to the komodos let's see them and come back right which been probably but then we from the komodos we went to the manta rays which i will say it's pretty cool to swim with the manta rays now when you get there it's like tourist trap. There are people mm-hmm. all over the place, and they don't care about like diver safety there at all. There's no, no there's flags. no dive flags. I got out into the water and about <laughs> went to turn to come like from behind the boat, and a, like a, a boat went speeding right by, and I was like, I could have been like two Demolished. twenty seconds later earlier, I would have been laying, I like, would have been right there in that water. But anyway, so that kind of freaks you out a little bit because there's just so much going on on the surface, but. When you finally get down and you see a manta ray and you're kind of you're snorkeling over them, they're like it's like so peaceful. They like they're like flying in water if that makes sense. They're massive. They're huge. They're like yeah. There's there's something like their wingspan goes like almost this whole studio. It's like, yeah, it take up the whole room. It's crazy. John's so, like get in. I'm like nope. Yeah, he didn't want to come in. That was, I was surprised. Why didn't you? Why didn't because you want to go in? Because there are so many freaking people out yeah. there and crowded. I'm like, man. It was intense, like, and then you get kind of far from the boat, and then you're like, I'm, I don't want to get too much distance from me and the boat, because if another boat comes, and they don't, they're not paying attention. It's yeah, all, it's I, crazy. I think from, like, diving is hard enough for me, you yeah. know, and I, I go every year and kind of push myself to go lobstering, so I've always kind of had this fear of water, and I just felt like the safety protocols weren't really like on point there. No, I agree with that. And the water so. is very different. So the water in the keys very warm and and like a greenish kind of but clear and you're only going down like maybe yeah. 8 to 10 feet tops really. It's pretty shallow. Yeah. In the keys. And this was like dark blue water. Um, deeper. Super deep. 
kind of cold, a little, not really cold, but colder than Florida water was. Yeah. And so it just gives that vibe of like, oh, there's, there's, it's a little more ominous down right. there, right? But then when you I see. I mean, you the, got back in to see more. I did. I jumped in again to see more. So you must have liked it in there. It was cool. Like, cause like I said, once you're like hovering above one and they're just like flying underwater, yeah. they're flat. It's like, it's pretty cool. Like, I wish I had brought the, the, I didn't get any pictures of that. Yeah. We can pull some video. Yeah. Cause we, we had our GoPro. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, so, so then, so then we get back to the place and, but let's see, like you piled it on too, by the way, let's talk about, like, let's just do a day in the life of Jamie for a minute. <laughs> Wake up at three in the morning, get in a car, drive two hours to the temple. Okay. Three hours at the temple. Okay. Two hours back to the resort for another quick two hours of photos. Get them in as many in, as we can. Get in the car. Few outfit changes in there. Few outfit changes. Yeah. For some of the absolutely. brands. Absolutely. Yep. Some BTS content, a couple bloopers in there. <laughs> absolutely. Then from there you go two hours down to the airport. Then an hour flight to another island. Mm-hmm. Then about a 30-minute drive to the hotel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to then wake up in a few hours. Well, we got a massage that night, too. Yeah, I'm get like, a hey, massage. Let's, let's throw it in there. Get a massage in. We've had a long day. A few hours later, you're back up on a boat. Yeah. I love it. We crushed it. We did. That was a big day. Yeah. We that, but so every much day done. was kind of like that. It was, and I love it. <clears throat> it was a great trip. I love it. And I, I can't say I hate any part of it. I don't mind getting up early. Like, I just love the adventure. Yeah. I love, like, seeing new things. I get so excited. Me too. Was, me too. Wh- yeah. While we were out on the boat, there were all these other little islands, right, out there. And it made me think, if you get stranded out here on one island and you could have one song to listen to for oh the rest God, of your life, guy. one song, what would it be? I know what yours is going to be. What's mine going to be? It's going to be the... What, a Billy Idol song. It, <laughs> I mean, that's a great call, but I no, I already know. There's, I'm going Morgan uh, Wallen all the way. You're going Morgan Wallen you to know, be like that's going to yes. be what you're going to listen to yeah. for the rest. Maybe, one song, maybe Taylor Swift. A Taylor Swift song. One song. What are you doing? I have it. This is there's there's a debate. There's two. Okay. There's two songs that come to mind. It's either Stairway to Heaven okay. or November Rain. Oh, I love that. They're both so super long songs. So when we come back on our next show mm-hmm. you're gonna have your song and i'm gonna have my song so i'm gonna listen and i'm gonna decide what song i'm gonna play on repeat okay i'll let you know all right so i'm sure there's like so much more we can share about bali yeah but um, would you go back i would go back if i could shoot another match Yes, if there was a match in bali i would go back for the match and then i would stay an additional week to to potentially um, adventure a little more. But that, I wouldn't book a trip to go back to explore Bali, no. Got it. Yeah, but if there was a match, 100%. What about you? I would, I kind of rate it as like, would I go back tomorrow? Would I go back after I see some other places? Or would I not go back at all? I think Bali's in the, I'd go back but I, it's not like on my priority list to go back before I go see some other things. Because it just takes so long. It's to like get thirty there. hours yeah. to get there, and if I get that like it's two days, if I want that like tropical kind of vibe. I, there's places that are closer that we could go to. Yeah. So. So upcoming, 
We What's have, next? Um, we're going to Paris. Yeah. Why are we going to Paris? We are going to Paris because we are shooting for a publication there. So I'm really excited. Um, and yeah, so stay tuned for our photo shoot. It's, it's going to be fun. I'm really excited. I don't want to give too much away. Me neither. I'm excited to go to Paris with you, though. But yeah, my last experience in Paris wasn't so great. So I'm really excited about this one with you. Is there anything on your like must-do list in Paris? I do want to see the Louvre. You do? I do. That's great. And I know it's kind of like touristy and potentially Moulin Rouge. Okay. What about you? Wherever you want to go. I just want to go with you. Oh, you're so good to me. Whatever you so want to do. So if you guys have any um, comments, suggestions, feel free to slide into our DM. We also have a shared page, and it's called um, Always on Adventures. Um, but you feel free to send questions to John or I on our personal pages. Um, mine is Jamie underscore Villamore. And what is yours? Uh, Gray John, G-R-A-Y-J-O-N. Yeah. And we want to give a big shout out to, let's, let's share this little. Let's look at this thing. Surprise we have here. We just got this thing. Yeah, so while we were in Bali, um, we had Man Crates reach out to us. Is that what it's called, Man Crates? Man Crates, yep. Yes. So we decided to do an unboxing on the show. So we have not opened this. This is, you guys are seeing it as we do. Um, it has this tool. Do you want to hold yeah, this the tool? Yeah, this thing's like legit. Look, it's like and a it's real, heavy. Like, it's like crate. a heavy. It's like, got like a let's tip it over so they can see it. Little mini crowbar that comes with it. Here, hold on. I'll, I'll pull it out. There we go. Pull this thing out. And don't forget your mic, babe, because oh, yeah. they can't oh. hear you. Oh yeah. So let's dump this guy. And we heard it's like not super easy to get into, which is kind of cool. It's like man shit. So do it. Yeah, let's see what I'm gonna you got. Put on, I'm going to put on my flannel let's for see this. What, all right. You going to crack this thing open? Yeah. So it comes with this try. little mini crowbar thing. And it's like, it's solid wood. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know how I'm going to open this. We'll just, we'll just do good? one arm You're going to go flannel. one arm flannel? All right. You're, yeah. you're going to have one oh, strong geez. arm? All right. You're going to, okay. I'm going to just watch. Do you know what do I'm doing? Do I, do I know what you're doing? I, do you know what you're doing? No, I don't. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let middle. you do Go the honors. The just do it in the middle. But, no, this? no, down here. Why there? Because at the corners, it's not, it's harder to get in. You guys, they have this thing, you know, here you go. All right, so let's see. It's now. pretty hard to get in there. Let's see here. Is there a... Maybe I can stand up and do it. Yeah. Let's see yeah. here. This thing is pretty lit. Yeah. You might need like a hammer, actually. You guys don't oh, make wait, this easy. On. It's really fun, though. What a great gift idea. It is cool. I've got it here. Okay. Whoa. All right. What if there's like an animal in there? It's alive. Okay, so we got some, here, I guess I'll try to do it this way so you can kind of see. Some foam. Oh. Oh, nice. Look at my name on this thing. Look at that. John, 
barrel-aged fine whiskey. Take oh a look gosh. at that thing. Babe, we're going to have to pop this out for your 40th. I know. It's coming up here. Picked a How hell exciting. of a time to stop drinking. Oh, I got my name on the glasses, what? too. Look at that thing. Two glasses. What a legit gift. And it comes with a top. And I'm so glad I didn't open this and I brought it here. That's awesome. Packaged nice and safe Some and coasters. legit. Um, oh, so this makes ice sphere molds. Wow. Like uh, the balls? Yeah, ice balls. <laughs> Then some nuts. Let me see so those some nuts. nuts with your whiskey. Oh, butter toffee almonds. Citrus chili cashews. You guys, this box is legit. And you get another, you get another coaster, and then you get some pistachios. And then for all those that have been following me a long time, you know that I'm not like a big drinker. I'm gonna start. I might have to start. You might. I mean, if it looks like that, it's got my name right? on it. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Um, and then it's a, a book, 33 glasses of whiskey, a pocket whiskey tasting journal. So it's got like that's so a name. Cool. You could give all your description of what, what you like. Get a good Japanese whiskey. That's what I want. Really? We had that in the Philippines. That's the, I like Japanese whiskeys, but I like scotches too. Are okay. you more of a scotch? Yeah, you don't really like I don't know really. what I am. I just know when I tried the whiskey, it burned going down. So apparently these guys, they, they do like custom crate, crates. Or they, they, they do, everyone's different, right? Yeah, like all of them so are you different? can customize the gift, but I love the presentation. It's really cool. Yeah. And then they so just have, brilliant. yeah, they have their own, like, do they have like a subscription model type thing too, where you always get a new crate? They do. Stuff? We're going to look into it and we'll um, link the information below. Um, but shout out to uh, Willem. Thank you so much um, for yeah. this amazing gift. It's, it's awesome. Thank you. Love having my name on it. It's awesome. So cool. <gasps> All right, guys.